Hi, I'm Shadow Kuma, and I'm the Weeb. Hi, I'm Maxwell Knight, and I'm the Normie, I guess. You are the Normie. <laughs> you are listening to The Weeb and the Normie, Episode 2, and we're here to review My Hero Academia. Or at least, you know, the first four episodes. The first four episodes, because we're not going to go in that, that deep. Uh, for everybody else that does not know what that show is about, or what our show is about, I should say first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bring up a show that Maxwell may like. And we will sit through and watch, hopefully, the first three episodes if we need to go continue on. If we need to go deeper. Deeper and darker. (laughs) We go ahead and continue on to at least the fifth episode. And then we sit down and talk about it. All right. Uh, Like I said, the first show that we decided to go ahead and do was My Hero Academia. And what's that about? The appearance of quirks. (laughs) Long story short. It's literally me. I'm lucky. Yep. I can't. No, I'm not. I'm not. All right. So basically, uh, in a world where basically everyone gained powers, mm-hmm. 80% of the population gained powers, known as quirks, there are some people that end up becoming villains and scumbags, obviously. But so, there are people that will actually step up and become heroes. And some people just look weird. And some people just look weird. <laughs> Like that one fish dude that was in the background. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had a quirk. I'm pretty sure he had a quirk, but he ain't this shit. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, our sto- our this show follows a young boy named Deku, who, while not having a quirk, has a chance meeting with his favorite hero of all time, All Might. And from there, he ends up learning that being a hero is a lot more than just putting on a uniform and doing the shit. Yeah. Without spoiling anything. Yeah, true. But at the same time, it's been established that, like, he's the unlucky. He didn't make it in the 80%. He did not make it. He, so he's he does not have any powers. But as you know, it, the show is not going to follow one person without any powers without doing something about it. For the longest, he was the Mike Strazowski of the bitch. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> look. His face is covered up. I can't believe it. I'm on the cover <laughs> of a magazine. <laughs> he doesn't get that deep into it, but no. that's as close as you're going to get to it. I mean, it was heartbreaking seeing his quote-unquote origin story. We're still watching the origin story. You know what I mean. I uh, know. Like know. the scenes in which he gets, he's a kid, and he's like, he gets, he's like, you, you know, you usually... If you're not, if you're past the age of four and you you haven't grown into your quirk yet, this is pretty much you're pretty much like just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. So the series, except not me, my my quirk is that my fingernails grow like twice as long. My quirk is I get darker and blacker. <laughs> but it's not and even more the summer. Da- and more darker and, and more blacker. blacker. And when it's not even a summer. <laughs> exactly. The series aired back in the, I want to say the summer of 2016. Maybe double check. Sure. Spring of 2016. That works too. Yep. It came out during that anime season and it blew up in popularity. Maxwell, what did you think? I thought it was fine. It reminded me, if, if I was correct, if I'm correct in my assumption... I remember you saying that this was that this was like Sky High meets Tiger and Bunny. Yep, another and, show that we that uh, Seven brought up. Yeah, um, which is uh, which is some which is another thing that uh, 
there are moments that definitely reminded me of One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. As far as like how heroes are are idolized and like villains and everything, and the whole like how the gov how the gov how the government adjusts you know to make room for heroes and you know basically treat them like YouTube creators on popularity on the popularity mm-hmm. yeah. Um, in which case I saw some pretty decent and ridiculous characters just like in One Punch Man got introduced to a shark dude and got introduced to Pseudo Widow Man and by that I mean he can grow trees off his limbs but all the ladies love him yeah and then uh, Mountain Lady and then there's and then there's Mountain Lady (laughs) who's base who's base who's basically uh Who's basically what's his name? The the Native American dude from the just from the Super Friends who can grow twice. Yeah. Grow, yeah, and or Giant Man if you want a Marvel comparison, but she just like, and then every single perv with a camera and claims that they're a journalist just takes pictures of her because I see, of I see, but because of course, mm-hmm. and she plays that to her advantage, which I was done with as soon as I saw that. I'm glad to be of assistance i'm like honey look honey you gotta pay the bills and sometimes you gotta throw out those dumbass pumps look i mean you don't have to though <laughs> they're heroes man Gosh. i'm pretty sure shooter wood man would have brought up something about wood but he didn't though if he, if and he, he would have and he was trying his best damn it <laughs> To, to be, <laughs> to be on the side of justice, which is what every single Japanese-based superhero inspired by American literature is all about. is all about the justice. They fix at least two justices per two sentences. I've noticed this. Look, look. He would have if Mountain Lady didn't come in with the assistance, okay? I, I saw. I totally saw. He would have had it. I'm just saying he would have had it. And then she just came in and just... Kicked him right in the in the jaws. I see what you did there mm-hmm. because he was a shark man, yeah. you piece of shit. Yeah. But uh, it was it was fine. Um, there were diff- there were things that I found were a bit cliche that from what anime I've been exposed to, mm-hmm. like the quote unquote rival slash friend. I guess I forget his name, but he can, but he's. He's basically a he's basically like a, a fire dude because of course he is, and he and he's just the worst. He I I <laughs> I hated him as soon as I as soon as they played around with the idea that these two knew each other since grade school, and then I just saw how he treats Deku, and I just saw how he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit, and I hate him, and I just. And it's 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 borderlining. I know it's not going to go that route because it's a shonen anime, but it's borderlining. That shit is like, I'm treating you this way because I don't know how else to represent that I like you. And I know that's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. But even in the end, when shit happens to him specifically, and you know Deku had things responsible and making sure that he got out all right, he was like, you didn't save me. I didn't need you anyway. Don't tell anybody about this. I, by the way, I hate you when you're worthless. Like, Nerd! Like, bitch, if you don't get the fuck up out of this... Why don't you... 
Why do you have to be this way? You just, just, just ask him out on a date. Jesus, fuck, all right? That's fair. That's fair. And it's... it's, it's just, I, I'm going to tell you this non-spoiler. It, shit don't change. I bet. I bet. I mean, later on down the line, as you saw in uh, episode four, mm-hmm. where he... And I'm just going to point out there, light spoilers for anybody interested in like the shows that we are going to be talking about. Because it's going to be hard dancing around shit. Yeah, that's true. I'm doing my best not to spoil shit. Because I'm already like a season ahead of myself. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, down the line, it doesn't change. But he does end up respecting... He's, he ends up seeing what Deku is, can do. Let me guess. Nice job for a dude who just got hit, who just got his quirk. Nope. Oh. Nope. He he. Not even he, that. At first, he's like wondering. This entire time, did you trick my ass? Did you just look down on me with this awesome quirk while I had this explosion quirk? What the fuck? I'm supposed to be number one, not you. Every time you say shit about this motherfucker, I just hate him even more. more. That's fair. It's like I swear, this is why I'm not Japanese, or at least I'm not in a, a Jap- I'm not in a Japanese anime. Because it's like if I was the main, if I was, if I was pro tag, I would have been as soon as I heard him call my name and started off on some shit, I would just gave him a look and just turn the other way. And even, and he probably would have come up with some, with some whack ass rival ass anime response like hey don't don't turn your back on me it's like i just 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 flip him off fuck mm-hmm. you dude that's fair. This is fuck you Late, later on down the line, i will totally be that i will totally be that like 80s 80s kid from the high school anime with the pompadour bitch <laughs> who later who later grew grows up to become like one of the greatest who come creates the yakuza games <laughs> I would be one of those dudes because I, I don't give a fuck. I would say like two episodes after the episode we left off on, mm-hmm. they do end up fighting. Of course they do. They they do end up fighting just by happenstance. They end up fighting, and Deku pulls off some shit that I'm like, you know what? I see why you protag. Mm-hmm. You good? I it it's one of those tropes that it gives a lot of fan service to a lot of people who like like those types of ships mm-hmm. and i realize that but at the same time it's very tiresome and i wish that there was a better way of like delivering that outside of the whole meek shy can't stand up for myself versus versus putting down always main protag is always in his thoughts like rival type shit and it's 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 like there are better like both in in both on the east and west they're they've proven that there are better ways to go about like sub- subverting that trope and overall just like delivering on like one that makes not e- both makes sense and mm. works narrative wise mm. and it's just like and I understand that that's just Deku's personality. Like, it was like I saw the way he reacted when he quote unquote talked to his first girl. Mm-hmm. I was like, at the same time, it's, it's you mean say pretty much? That's all he did. And of course, the ab, the the tri, the trip, the typical blush mm-hmm. on his cheeks and whatnot. But yeah, if I that was my if I had to give it a nitpick, that would be my one main nitpick. I, I will definitely tell you this. It he he grows up a lot faster than you would think he does. 
during this first season. The pro tag or the rival? Pro tag. Okay. The rival, kind of, you'll kind of get his thought process as to why he's being a dick. Mm-hmm. The Deku, especially. Mm-hmm. But I would say this. He doesn't find any favorites in anybody. He's in, he's literally in there like Malfoy. I'm here in here to get mine. Okay. He's not there to play favorites or anything. He knows he's not in there to play favorites. He just wants to be number one. Why he wants to be number one so badly, I have yet to find out yet. They didn't even go back in, in like a tragic backstory about that shit? Not... So when they when they do actually go into an episode about their past, which is where the episode where they do actually do fight each mm-hmm. other, uh, it's a little bit hinted at that he doesn't like Deku looking down on him at in any point because he's quirkless. When is what is it? What is Deku? You know what? There, there, there. So I'm talking about in the in the episodes that I have seen. Mm-hmm. The the way. The way Rival Fuck treats him does not equal what you just explained to me. I know. I I know. So, go a little bit more into spoiler territory. Okay. Just a little bit. So, there was a time where he fell into, like, this little shallow pond. Rival mm-hmm. fell down in a little shallow pond. He's weak against water because it's No. Nah. Okay. No, nah, he just fell because he, he just tripped and fell. Okay. He just fucking tripped and fell. And he gets up. And he's like laughing it off, like, yeah, it's fine. I had my powers. I would have got up. And Deku comes down there. Being Deku, just comes down there, is like, are you okay? Like, not in awe of him or anything, just thinking of him as an equal. And it's like, oh, my friend's on the ground. Let me help him up. And he just feel, and he just feels like Deku just spit on his name. He didn't put no respect on it. Oh my fucking! God. And that's literally it. He's a fucking pride monger. Yep. Ugh. All right. But okay. I will say this. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let it blind him so much. But it, he does let it blind. It him. does blind him, but he doesn't let him. It doesn't get to Vegeta levels. Whew. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Vegeta was a little bit, uh, yeah. Like I said in the previous episode, I may not have watched every single Dragon Ball Z episode in existence. And I may not know everything about Super. But e- but I know enough to know that even Vegeta mellowed out. At least a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if, 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 if Vegeta mellowed out a little bit, then that gives me some hope. But at the same time, considering that I've only seen the first episodes of the first season, that's not going to happen for a while. Mm-hmm. Fair. Uh, moving on from Deku and our rival, what did you think of All Might? All Might was what I would expect the Japanese to treat Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was blatantly obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, Make sure Captain America and a little bit of Superman. A little bit of Superman, uh, but more Captain America than Superman because because it's 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 less because if it was because if it was that then I would feel better making like the the Superman slash Billy Batson comparison between uh, All Might and Deku. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely more along the lines of uh, 
it's definitely it's definitely more on the lines of I want to be like you. So it's 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 less it's less it's less Superman Shazam mm-hmm. and more Iron Man Spider Man. Okay. Yeah. But in but just re, just but instead of like the Tony Stark attitude, just give him the Captain America attitude. So basically, how it was in the comics right, right. before the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's All Might was interesting, and the way they explained his powers was interesting. All for one, and it was more it, at least how he got to the way way he is. To the point where how to the point where the only way he can use his powers is explained. Mm. I thought was interesting, and I felt that it would have been nice to be able to get a bit more understanding of his character before we found that out about him. Mm-hmm. In order in order to be a bit in order for there to be a bit more relate essence of relatability, but at the same time, it worked out pretty well. Because with the way it made it sound after he explained his power sets and after seeing like Deku like in action and mm-hmm. seeing what resulted of him going in action, I definitely had to ask myself certain things about Deku. Um, that's why I asked you. I asked you. I asked you. I asked you two specific questions. After that shit happened, mm-hmm. I asked number one: Is he a Petrelli? <laughs> And you said, and you answered no. I answered no, and also answered kinda. Okay. And that left my second question: Is he a Siler? And you said no. Yeah. And I, then, and then Reno was there, and he was like, "Is he a Kirby?" <laughs> Which was like, you know what? That's a fair. That's a fair question. And I also said, eh. but now that you know, what would what, what would you put him at? I. I would put him at. He's. I would put him at. I would put him as a Siler, mm-hmm. but it, but it's weird because, it's, it's a Siler, but not by his choice, mm-hmm. and because it because it doesn't work with any other. It doesn't work with anything else. Mm-hmm. If anything, the way it looks like is that, the way it looked like is that. What happened with him allowed him to like adapt certain things as his own, as opposed to just like completely mimicking them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting because at first I thought it was just gonna be like, "Ha ha, carbon copy!" But no, it was like, it's whatever happened to Deku in that fourth episode, mm-hmm. like adapted to fit him. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that there were certain things that looked different. That in comparison between him and you know, and certain certain traits I was expecting from what happened, mm-hmm. which is why, which is why when I was watching, I noticed I noticed the fur on his knuckles. I was just like monkey man. <laughs> but did you find out? Nope, that was uh, that looked like glove. <laughs> yeah, it looked like, like a glove, a piece of glove. I I would. Deku's powers, especially later on into the season and then even in the season two, Deku's powers, as All Might pointed out to him, you got your powers pretty quickly mm-hmm. and you didn't have a chance to try them out or get put them on the test run. So there's going to be some shit. Mm-hmm. 
And you, as you see in the fourth episode, he breaks his limbs. <laughs> Those he bas- limbs break. He goes full Anakin Skywalker on a bitch. Basically. He, he uses all his strength in both his legs to jump up and then uses all his strength in his arm and punches the robot down and he breaks mm-hmm. everything. Save for like his head and his other, other left arm. arm. Yeah. Exactly. So he, it's it's kind of like how they, they showed it. Deku is like a glass cannon. Mm-hmm. Currently right now because he doesn't know how to control it yet. The LOL doesn't know his own strength. Exactly. He's liable to break himself mm-hmm. than what he's fighting. Mm-hmm. And even if he does break himself, he does break up what he's fighting, but at what cost? Right. Especially if you jump that high, you got no legs to move now, man. Mm-hmm. Later on into the series, especially when he like takes his first class, uh, uh, his, his homeroom teacher does give him a word of advice about his powers mm-hmm. a little bit to help him. And he does take it to heart. And then later on to the season itself, he ends up finding a way to use that power without breaking himself. Mm-hmm. And it is it's 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 over some some mental trickery of him of himself to think, all right, I have to use this power on somebody, but I need to actually like have my body still good. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't want to kill this person. I would like to see him. A, a mixture of him both utilizing his power and what he's been like the data that he's been gathering on others on other heroes from his fanboy days oh yeah as far you're as going learning, to see that as far as learning how to better control estimate on what he should do to control his own stuff oh yeah he going back to that fight with that rival he studied every as he pointed out in, in the episode when he's fighting him he studied every cool person mm-hmm. with powers that he knew mm-hmm including the rival Mm -hmm. he respects the rival with his power set and everything and he thinks of him as cool and so he thinks of him as somebody to beat as well i mean yeah sure this dude just totally told me to like you know commit suicide but yeah he's cool he's cool he's cool that's what cool people do not not cool in the personality sense but like cool in i want to be strong enough to beat you one day Mm. cool and he, he, you, you could tell Deku studied him a lot enough for him to to overcome him, and he's even quite surprised about it. Mm-hmm. And later, even later on, further down into the season, like you end up finding out Deku between Deku and All Might, Deku is more strategic than you would think All Might is. All Might, he's not dumb, mm-hmm. but Deku thinks ahead yeah he formulates a plan yeah. beforehand so it's base it's basically like how M- monsters university was except 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 the realize when when mike realizes that he only has the smarts as opposed to like the natural talent mike in this case finds a way to gain the natural talent and is learning how to incorporate his natural talent with well, the new natural talent with what he's studying and what he's acquired as far as knowledge is concerned all this time. Mm-hmm. Um, which is one of the aspects I, that I wanted to see the show go into, but I'm glad, and I'm glad that you've confirmed that. Because it's like, uh, backtracking and, like, like, trailing off into, 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 you know, stuff that I know. Um, when it came to Monsters University, 
um, you know, outside of the the one continuity error that they made as far as like them, like Mike and Sully not knowing each other. I always thought that was weird. Yeah, because in Monsters in Monsters Inc., they totally said that they knew each other since since grade school, but they met each other in college. Um, just ignoring that fact is like when and minor spoilers for Monsters Incorporated. Mike isn't scary enough, mm-hmm. but he's smart enough that if he was scary enough, he would have passed his test with flying colors, mm-hmm. which is why he worked. Which is why he develops a relationship with Sully, because he is scary enough, even with natural talent, but he has a lot to live up to. And at the same time, when they get, when they have no choice but to like leave the school and go to work for themselves, they have to team. They team up because they're because Mike's cult coaching with Sully's natural talent creates a very impactful whole mm-hmm. but at the same time my hero academia introduced me to that aspect it's like hmm what if mike somehow gained the the natural talent of sully while still having the data that he's built up about what it takes to be a true to be a scary monster over the course of his like quest to become a better to become a better monster to become mm-hmm. a better monster and i see that i saw that with my hero academia and i was like so Deku is pretty smart. Mm-hmm. I realize this. He's not smart enough to not to disassociate pe- from people who tell him that he should kill himself because he's because he's quirkless. Mm-hmm. But he's smart mm-hmm. in the things that he wants to do, and the fact that he's able to like calculate because I saw what how he was calculating as you know he was falling because he only had one working hand, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I hope. That this is a thing that I see throughout the rest of the series. Because if it is, then I'll definitely like Deku more as a character as time goes by. If it's not, it's a wait. It's a very... They just wasted a whole lot... They just wasted like a a whole bag of potential things you can do mm-hmm. with him and his powers and his new power sets and his acquired knowledge and his growing acquired knowledge. Because we see how he like dedicates himself as far as like his physicality in like trying to prepare and his overall mentality as far as like studying and everything Mm. and how he equates things he's definitely one of those he's definitely one of those like people who just like who like calculates just calculates and i saw that and it's in the form of like his mutterance like talking to himself Mm. and that you know causing like (laughs) <laughs> Look at the weird kid, <laughs> but you know that's relatable to a lot of us, especially me, because mm. I talk to myself all the time. Oh man, <laughs> don't don't follow me. I would, <laughs> but at the same time, I also talk to myself as far as like figuring out because I'm a writer. I also talk to myself figuring out like story elements, pl- and because I'm an entertainer, planning out scripts and everything, and because I do research on my own things, just like planning out things, cross-referencing my research, trying to come up with, like, bits and pieces that will, will work there and there, and I saw that in Deku, and I like to see that. And I, it's, I'm glad that I am able to see that connection throughout the rest of the story. It, it, I will definitely confirm, he, the dude plans a lot. Mm-hmm. And, like, even, even, currently right now in season two, uh, they are going through their whole tournament arc as you would with a show in anime. Oh, great. Uh, That's amazing. Just <laughs> what I always wanted. They they do some interesting stuff. With Is the Plankton, term- I mean, Cell in it too? <laughs> no. Okay. 
Although there are a few cell type characters, but well, of course there are. Beside that point, um, you you definitely see, especially during the first preliminary rounds of the of the thing. It's it's basically like a summer Olympics type thing, mm-hmm. and they even like describe like back back a while ago before everyone got quirks. The Olympics was where you saw all these people like show off their strength and physicality and their smarts. Now people got quirks. Mm. What's the fuck there for the Olympics? Yeah. So now people go to Japan to see the school's version of the Olympics where basically basically the students there are there to show off their abilities and I stuff. was wondering if if shit if normal shit like like sports and shit still existed with the fact that this has happened because it's like I was thinking like it's just, just all my mentions like if you want to be back before Deku found his inner potential it was like if you want to be a hero you can you, you, you just be a police officer it's like and then I've seen them in, and you see them yeah, in the yeah they're there they, they arrest people and people still have regular ass jobs in yeah. this universe so it's like not everyone's quirk is like amazing balls ex- exactly going back to Deku's mom who can only like bring stuff to her at a short distance levitating mm-hmm. stuff like that's not that's not something to go get a cape and become a hero for right like they're still regular people. It's just quirks just happen to be like these really weird things. Yeah, so it just made me think: are are there are there still models? Are there still entertainers? It's like I, I they like to focus on the tattoo district, the tattoo district of this bitch. Because I'm pretty sure this isn't Tokyo. This is some made up city. No, but it's the, Tokyo. Oh, it's Tokyo. It's Tokyo. There is a tattoo district in Tokyo, and now I want to go. <laughs> a, 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 a strict a a a, a district. Completely dedicated to tattoos because that's, that's all I've seen. That's all that the story has been taking place in. Uh, oh, there, there is a hero later on in like the later on in the season who does have the ability to basically fabricate any non-living objects at the cost of the clothing that she wears uh-huh. in order to make it. Okay. In a sense, transmuting objects mm-hmm. in order to make it, mm-hmm. and depending on how big the object is. It's going to either take some clothing or, or a lot. Man. And it helps that she knows the knowledge of everything that she's making. Man, don't tell that to what's his name for Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, he, he's going to be missing all, he's going to be losing an arm and a leg over it. <laughs> Maybe a brother. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're terrible here. Yes. We are terrible here. Um,. I would ask for a rating, but that that'll be stupid. Yeah, we've only seen like the first four. Yeah, it's only seen the first four episodes. You want to know my rating? I like it so far. There you go. We're gonna go with that. We're gonna go with a rating like this. Do you like it? Don't like it? That's it. Would I continue? Yes. Oh yeah, that that's my that was my third question. Would you continue? Yes, I will continue. Okay. That's good. I like how you're using this episode to gather data about how you're going to get go through these the rest of these episodes so far. <laughs> hey, look, this is a baby podcast. I gotta do this right. Look, I'm not. Look, I'm all for experimentation. It's a, it's a process of life. Fair, fair. With that being said, uh, I haven't figured out the next show Max was going to watch. Mm. Uh, keep an eye on my Twitter at Akuma Knight. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe you'll find out then what show it is. I'm so glad you're using your Twitter again. Yeah. After you gotten on my ass about not using my Twitter, now I've practically lived there, and I'm like, where the fuck are you? Look, life is hard. Okay. <laughs> life is hard, damn it. Look, you can't just tag out when I tag in. That's not how this works. <laughs> I ain't got no rules for this. <laughs> uh, remember, you can go ahead and follow along with the show. By going to anchor.fm slash the weeb and the normie. That is anchor.fm slash the weeb and the normie. That's me, I'm the normie. I, and I'm the weeb. And I am Shadow Akuma. And I'm Maxwell Knight. And this has been another episode of the weeb and the normie. And we are out.